episode nine, episode nine. We are one away from double digits. Episode 10, maybe we'll do something special, eh, Steph, for episode 10. Who knows? Maybe we'll give away something cool. Uh, nothing all the of money with all yeah, the money that we have. Nothing of real worth. I don't know. Maybe a picture that I I paint. Or an NFT. Like we can take an NFT. Yeah. And somebody else make it ours, and then we can gift it to somebody. We're gonna NFT our uh, display picture. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> so you can own that for however much. I don't know how NFTs. We work, haven't decided yet. We need to do some more research on how blockchain works itself, but we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. So today, like we said in the last episode. We are going through our season report cards for each and every team in the NFL. Now, you may think this is going to take 10 years long, but we have a few pointers on each where we uh, think they went right, where we think they went wrong, and maybe a little bit of pre or look ahead for next season and if they're in any good shape. Steph, you want to start off? Let's start off with whoever you have first. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start off. I think we're going to start off with AFC. Um keep it around with the boys and we will do the Los Angeles Chargers to start. I gave them a C, a flat C. Um, I don't think they were bad by any means, but they were a team with some expectations coming into this season, uh, especially with the signs of success that they showed last year. Some flashes, um, you know, Justin Herbert seemed like a good guy to lead them. They finished nine and eight. Uh, they had some offensive weapons. Clearly Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Jared Cook, Joshua Palmer was good, even though he's a rookie. Um, top five offense in almost every stat except for rushing. Uh, that defense sold. We talked about it before. They were soft. Names like Devontae Harris, Trayvon Campbell, Asante Samuel is a rookie. Um, and they ranked bottom 10 in almost every category. So I gave them a C and I'm really going to be expecting more out of them next year. Yeah. And I think they do have a good core to work to move forward, but uh, not exactly where I guess they would have wanted to go after, no. uh, after the defense. I think, I think makes, makes up for a lot of that. The, Offense was a bit inconsistent at times, but that's just going to come with the development of Justin Herbert, who I think is far ahead of where anybody had expected him to be after his first two years. Obviously, he was underrated in that draft a little bit, but he's he's a strong quarterback. He's going to be one of the league's best, and I think he just needs a defense to support him. Okay, I'm going to go close to home here. I'm going to go with the, uh, the favorite for both of us. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills, and I gave them a B. So I feel like it's it's difficult because this is a team who was built, we've said it many times, this team was built to beat Kansas City. That was their goal at coming into the season. And they didn't, right? They came into that playoff game and they lost and they actually got, they didn't even get as far as they did last season in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they did bring in a lot of veterans. Um, they entered the this, this season as one of the Super Bowl favorites. So in that perspective, it was kind of a letdown. Um, but they were one of the only fully healthy teams this season, so they kept a lot of their guys healthy. I think um, for next year, it's it's okay because Josh Allen doesn't take a huge hit on their cap until I think it's 2023. Um, but in terms of, I mean, their overall production as a team, they were good statistically, but they came out with some bad losses, and that really hurt them in uh, down the stretch. They had a worse record this season. Uh, guys like Stefan Diggs, I mean, his production dropped, even though other guys did get more uh, of the ball from from Josh Allen. They lost Brian Dayball in the offseason. Um, so I'm going to give him a B just because it was a very average season and they didn't do what they should have set out to do at the beginning of the season, which was beat Kansas City. Fair enough. That's a, a good breakdown. I think you 
hit the nail right on the head with that one. Um, I wouldn't have given them. I I'd wish I'd had the Bills, um, and I, I wouldn't have given them more than a B, personally, myself. Yeah. So, um, I think we're on the same page with that one. So to counter that, I am going to go with the New England Patriots. I gave them a B plus. Yes, I agree with that. I gave them a B plus. I this is putting on my completely unbiased and as a football fan, not a Bills fan, the New England Patriots impressed me this year. They finished with a top five overall defense, a top two pass defense, middle of the pack for offense. Um, I'm a Mac Jones believer. I am, as much as it pains me to admit it, I like the guy. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. Is it, is it simply guy. because you saw him hit the, hit gritty, the gritty at the, at the Pro Bowl? Potentially. That was, that was clean. Yeah, I didn't like him at all until then. And then that changed my opinion. But I do truly believe within a couple of years, he is going to be, um, you know, I don't think he's got the talent of, you know, Herbert Burrow, Allen Mahomes, those type of guys. But I think he's good enough to lead the Pats to be a fairly successful team and to be a thorn in the Bills side, definitely for the foreseeable future. Um, I think they need to build around him a little bit better. Now I know obviously they lost McDaniels. Um, and he was uh, some of the reasons that they had their downfalls. Uh, I want to see more Johnu Smith. They paid the guy, you know, twelve million per thirty-one guaranteed, and he finished with less less than three hundred yards and just one touchdown on the season. Um, Hunter Henry had double that and nine touchdowns, and his salary I think is, is half of what Johnu Smith's is. Um, they, I, I want to see them build around that a little bit more. Um, well, I don't I feel want like to, they but... do have some good guys on offense to work around kind yeah. of like a good kind of young core and the defense is good as well. So they, they it's not like they're starting from scratch where no, we no, kind of all not. thought they would. After I, think last it's just, I think it's just starting to, to now cater that offense. And, you know, cause I, I think they had every opportunity to become irrelevant after Tom Brady left. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And last year obviously was iffy. They weren't great camp, but Cam Newton was not great. Um, and I don't think anybody would have been surprised if they, we're at the bottom of the division this year. Um, but they were a lot better than everyone anticipated. Mac Jones got selected to the Pro Bowl. Um, Somehow. I don't know how. But yeah. yeah. But he did. You can't take it away from him. Uh, I, I think the Patriots are going to be a still a good football team for the foreseeable future. Belichick might never retire at this rate. I don't see how he freaking would. I don't know. I mean, if I was a Pats fan, I wouldn't want that guy going anywhere. Okay. I'll go on to the team that both of us um, kind of said was our letdown of the season. Cleveland Browns. I'm going to give them a D. Awful. Awful season. Such high expectations after last season. Um, after Baker bounced back last season, after a horrible season before, he fell back in that slump. Now, I know he was injured. The whole team was injury plagued. Uh, I know they had injuries to, to both their starting runner ba- running backs. Um, but it was just a poopy season all around from this team. And I don't know. I don't know what they do in terms of Baker because I think that's the guy who you got to obviously start if you're looking to, I don't know, I don't want to say rebuild because I do have a lot of good guys there, but if you really want to challenge in the playoffs with the AFC being so strong now, I don't know what you do with Baker. And I don't know if they bring him back next year and um, start him again, if that'll kind of, like, what if what if they bring Baker back and he's completely awful again, and then they end up losing a few guys that were core pieces uh, in their team, and then people lose their trust in Stefanski and he's gone. Then you're basically back to square one with the Browns again. So I don't know. That's it. They're I, D, D for I me. I think you, Dean, I 
I agree with the grade. I I think you need to address Baker. Like, I mean, that's that's I don't know. Like, I feel like they've given this guy quite a few chances at this point, and I just don't know if he has the ability to take them to the next to the next level. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's one thing to say, like, yeah, he was having a good season last year. They were injured this year. But when has he ever shown signs that he can take them to the next level? Because, yeah. I mean, even when last year they were in that AFC, the, the the divisional matchup against the Chiefs, they took the fight to them. But, like... Well, they're a run-heavy team, too. Yeah, exactly. If I remember correctly, he had a pick or two in that game, which, like, you know, it came down to pretty late in the game with the Chiefs just sealing the first down to win it, like... You know, if, if there's one of those picks is is not a pick, I mean, the Browns could easily have won that game, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. We'll see. All right. I have the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens. I gave them a C plus. Now, I know you're listening going, well, they finished eight and nine. They kind of sucked. This, Yeah. Okay. But it's a miracle to me that they really won anything. The amount of injuries they had. They lost both their starting running backs before the season even started all they had three you know three of their running backs in that room injured they lost some key guys on the defensive end of the football no marcus peters no Mar- no marlon humphrey two of their literal two defensive backs they still managed to finish in the top 10 for total offense the defense wasn't fantastic did fantastic it ranked worst in the league for stopping the pass but they still had the best ru- one of the best rush defenses in the league and lamar was out for the last however many games and tyler huntley did pretty well taking over for him so to have all of that and still finish eight and nine. I, I think it deserves a little bit of credit. You yeah, know, I like agree. they they easily could have finished. I don't know, six and eleven. Yeah, and even worse. I I I I think they did okay. I said, I, said I mean, considering the I mean, their the circumstances. In, well, they're also in one of the hard, I guess, technically harder divisions in football too. Um, with the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Browns, all teams who kind of kind of hovered around 500. So in that circumstances, yes, they uh, they definitely did. Um, they definitely did exceed expectations for for what people might have thought they would have done when all those injuries plagued them throughout the year, basically. Yeah, 100. percent So that's what okay. I have. Let's go. I I mentioned the Bills before. Let's go their counterparts, the Kansas City Chiefs. I gave them a B and this is because they were probably the Super Bowl favorites. Well, they were the Super Bowl favorites coming into the season. They, they, I think. they were for most of the season still, even yeah. when they were sucking at the start. Yeah. Um, and that's also part of it. They were awful the first five weeks of the season. Um, and everyone looked bad. Mahomes looked bad. Um, the defense was awful. Um, yeah, the first five weeks were not good. And then they came alive in the second half of the season. They won like 10 straight games or nine out of 10 or something like that. And then playoffs, awesome. That Bills game, awesome. They were amazing. But I mean, this the goal with this team every year should be the Super Bowl because of Patrick Mahomes, basically. Best quarterback. I mean, not even just Patrick Mahomes. Look at the friggin' personnel they have. Yeah, in general, just everything. I mean, they acquired Orlando Brown this offseason. He's on a tiny little contract. Um and he's he was a huge part uh, of that O line to beef up yeah. that O line for for Patrick Mahomes. Um, now, I mean, they had two losses to the Bengals, which was like no one really expected that to to come at all. I don't think anyone projected the Chiefs would lose either of those games. Um, and in that second half, they kind of reverted back um, to 
those first five weeks of the season, Mahomes was kind of was kind of bad in that second half. Um, and now going into this offseason, I don't know, because they maybe have a few more good years. But again, that Patrick Mahomes contract is coming up and it's going to take a huge hit on their cap. And they're going to have to they're going to have to get rid of a few guys or they're going to have to. Uh, that's why it's so hard to sustain success in the NFL. It's why the yep. Patriots dynasty is so impressive, right? Yep. Um, and then there's also the the question of do they lose the enemy or, or whatever. So I'm going to give them a B. I think they should be in the Super Bowl every year. That should be their standard. And they got close this year, so I might have given them a better mark if they if they were there. But it's a B for now. Fair enough. All right. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I've never been a massive Steelers fan. I'm not a Big Ben fan. I respect what he's done, but personally, I don't like the guy. Um, that being said. Why? Him- Why? Why don't you like the guy? Expand. Mm. Doesn't seem to have the greatest <laughs> values. Yeah. Um, you know, do, okay. I'm not going to get into that. Um, very inconsistent season. I gave them a B minus. They beat the Bills in week one, which I think a lot of people were like, whoa, like what just happened in that game? Now, was it a combination of them playing well and the Bills also just sucking that game, like coming out of the gate just awful to start? Um, it was a bit of both. But. You know, they beat them fair and square. TJ Watt was a pain for Josh Allen, causing that forced fumble, especially at the end there to pretty much seal the game. Um, so they they won in week one, and then they lost three straight, and then they won four straight, and then they tied with the Lions, and that trend kind of continued. Now, that inconsistent be, inconsistency, I think, can be attributed strongly to Big Ben, which the numbers don't tell the whole story. He finished 3,700 yards, 22 TDs, 10 picks, but it was clear he was in a decline. Um, like it was clear that this was probably it that he Whether should it was, be playing this season in general. Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think I think that kind of s- speaks for itself. Watching him, all you needed to do is watch a Steelers game and go, "Ooh, <laughs> this guy probably shouldn't still be playing professional football." Um, he should probably be in prison instead. <laughs> That's a different conversation. But yes, continue. Continue. Yes, he probably shouldn't have still been playing. Um, and whether he was going to retire of his own accord or not. People were like, he's not going to be, he shouldn't be under center for the Steelers next year, whether he retires, which he obviously ended up doing or whether he gets benched. Now, obviously he wasn't going to let himself get, get benched. So he called it Najee Harris, big prospect, going to be a great talent for them. 1200 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, if I'm the Steelers, I look to grab Matt Coral and develop him. You know, he'll probably slide down to that 20th mark. And that's what a lot of people haven't projected to go um, because of that knee injury in the bowl game. I would consider it. I think that'd be a good pickup. I think he's um, physical wise. He's a strong, he's big frame. I think he could fit that offensive scheme that relies on, you know, athletic ability in that pocket, which is the trend where a lot of the league is going with guys like Mahomes, Allen. But um, I, that would be, that would be my suggestion from my armchair to the Steelers. I think if they do that too, they should pick up a veteran guy to maybe let, um, like a young quarterback yep. um, kind of work behind him for a year. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that's becoming a bit more of a trend now, just yep. in general. It's smarter. You grab a younger guy and grab a veteran guy. Let the veteran guy start for the first bit of the season. Show him the ropes. I think those are the types of seasons that you just have to kind of anticipate. You're probably not going to be going to the Super Bowl. And I think you just kind of have to be okay with that as long as you can get a good development out of it um, to prime yourself up to be contenders within, you know, three to five years, whatever it is. Yeah. I just realized I don't think I have uh, any more IFC teams. Oh, I have the Texans. Let me go. Oh, Texans and Jags. Let's go. Okay. Ooh. 
Let's go with hmm. Let's Heavily. go with the Texans first. Okay. So I gave them a C. Not really any expectations for them this season. Well, none. Um, no one knows what they're doing with Deshaun Watson. Um, he's just sitting there right now. They do have a lot of cap room to work with in the next few years. So if you can get rid of Watson on top of that, that is huge. Opens up so much cap space. Um, and Davis Mills did look good this season. I thought maybe he's the guy going forward. They could see if he works out. It is a rebuild, uh, long process. Who knows who they're going to hire? I don't know if they uh, they settled on uh, what's his name. Their uh, D D defensive coordinator, the guy. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. I know their I saw, DC. Yeah. Okay, I'm blank. Drawing a blank here. I can't remember. I knew they were hiring someone. They were in the mix for Flores and Josh McCowan as well. And then they said for they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's uh, Lovey Lovey Smith or Lovey Smith or however you say it. Okay. So I don't really know much about him. I don't know if he'll be a good fit, but they seem to like him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not really any expectations for the Texans this season. Maybe in the future, I think they um they could be good in the future because yeah. of all that cap room they have to work mm. with. It's I don't know. It's Houston. It's a it's a decent market for football, I guess. So, yeah, I think they have a good possible future, but no expectations this year. So, see. Okay. Well, fair enough. Next up, I have I have pretty much all AFC teams left, so that's kind of our one issue here. So <laughs> once we get there, I think we'll just rhyme them through. Oh yeah. I have the Cincinnati Bengals. So this I better them- this better be what i'm you better okay just go on i gave them an a minus what okay they're the go first on AI, they're the first a i handed out they're the only a I handed out man <laughs> did you want me to give them an a plus yes of i'm course giving I them did. an a it was between an a and an a minus and i have my reasoning for it um the first and only a i handed out joe burrow for who for all intents and purposes had half a season under his belt on one of the worst teams in 2020 unreal this year 70 percent completion 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. We have gone on, on, and on. We have gushed over this guy for countless reasons. He's been that guy when they needed him, and they're going to the Super Bowl, obviously. Top 10 passing offense, Jamar Chase, stud. That offense is great. Um, Bottom half defense in most categories. That is my only drawback. Uh, They had a strong front four, picking up a top five rush defense on the season. Um, Their pass defense like you know lower half of the league and that offensive line i know we talked about it but they need to protect burrow better those are their only drawback points and that's the only reason i did not give them an a plus i was a hard marker and they were the only a i handed out but i couldn't give them an a plus simply because of the fact that they had some a few holes but holes that were significant pass defense needs to be better and they gotta protect your quarterback I mean, this is a guy who's coming off an absolutely obliterated knee in his rookie season and finished the league being most the most sacked quarterback yet again. You need to protect your quarterback. It is something we have preached. We said that obviously they did they didn't dis- completely disregard that offensive line, but you they they need to figure that out. They need to start protecting this guy. So I hear your arguments and I you're wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I'll go Jags. Um C minus. I think is fair. Um, Mm. Again, like the Texans, no real expectations except for the fact that Trevor Lawrence has been like this supposed stud since he was in elementary school. Um, And he didn't really pan out like, sure. He's a victim of circumstance whole season with urban Meyer. That was just ridiculous. Um, 
get Doug, Doug Marone in the offseason. Uh, had a decent stint with the Eagles, obviously. He won the Super Bowl, but other than that, it was kind of pretty average. Yeah, um, Doug Peterson really likes ice cream, too. He does, man. I want to be mm-hmm. in that locker room. I, know, I want to be. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to be in those meetings. Got some vanilla ice cream for you guys when uh, when we're done in here. Awesome. That's probably that is definitely why they hired him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Jacksonville. Yes. Uh. So they only had three wins this season, but they did come at important times. Dolph. Well, the Dolphins. Whatever. Still a team that you wouldn't expect them to beat. They beat the Bills, which was big, and they beat the Colts, which everyone knows knocked the Colts out of the playoffs ridiculous uh they got no one on huge contracts not a single player i think josh allen josh allen's one of the biggest contracts they have and it's not very big at all can't remember the number he's a good player too yeah he is josh allen sacked josh allen this year so um and then they got the first overall pick again be interesting to see what they do with that if they trade it if they who they draft with it i'm not really sure um but yeah again a lot of cap space to work with in the next few years could have a good uh, good future, but nothing really impressive this season. And I hope Lawrence pans out. I think he will. I think he will at some point. I think he'll be a good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be an elite, elite level one. It's too early to tell. He has the potential. He has the talent. Um, it's just going to come down to circumstances, I think, at this point and how they develop him and, and the team that they, they give him. Yeah. All right. Let's just uh, go. Right. I guess we'll just go random. Or for yeah, me, at, at this point, it doesn't we'll really random. matter. It doesn't really matter. At this point, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Now, we know how I feel about them, and we know how I felt about them this year. Um, they obviously earned my biggest disappointment award. And I think the grade I give them replicates that, a C-. minus, um, And it's simply because of the expectations that were surrounding this team to, um, this year um, and just the disappointment. Uh, you know, they had, a, they, they had a lot of strong games. They finished 11-5 and five last year. So, I mean, a lot of people were expecting them to be good. That trading for Carson Wentz, like we said in our previous episode, you know, there was... Some questions around him, but I, I was a believer. I thought, you know, new circumstances, new team, new environment. I thought he was going to be able to thrive. Obviously, the trade that they gave him, I, I figured that would be a confidence instilling move um, and that he had the weapons around him. Taylor was flawless, potential offensive player of the year and was in the MVP conversation. Obviously, you know, it's a quarterback award, but he was discussed. He, you know, he was up there um, and Wentz just didn't pull through when they needed him. You know, they didn't have a great pass defense. Uh, they have a strong O-line when that O-line is healthy. I mean, they're one of the league's best. Um, but regardless of that, Wentz just didn't pull through. And I mean, I think that that Jags game sums up Carson Wentz as a quarterback when people have needed him thus far in his career. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him again this season. I think they'll yeah. keep him. Give I, him think you do. I think chances, you do. But... I think you do. You know what? I mean, you have the weapons around that. I don't think you go start trying to trade now they have a lot of cap space they have i think what did we say it was i think it's like 40 million in cap space or something like that maybe yeah. even more yeah um i think they need a i think they need a clear-cut wide receiver too I think yeah we talked about this right that wide there. receiver room yeah some guy who once can i mean they have michael Pittman right now who's kind of their number one guy but i mean come on ty hilton come on like ty hilton's like, very inconsistent hasn't, I, I he think, hasn't done anything for no, five no. years so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Okay. Um, I will go. Hmm. Who will I go with? Let's go with the New York Giants. Let's keep it with bad, bad seasons for me. Um, okay. So I gave them a D, another D. Um, cleaning house, starting out fresh, basically. Um, Daniel Jones, Saquon, injured all season. Uh, they're two 
most important players, arguably. Um, and it kind of just derailed the entire thing. They brought in Mike Glennon for some times. They brought in Jake Fromm. We saw that they both suck and that they both are awful quarterbacks and that they should never play another snap in the league, even though Jake Fromm is still young. Um, brought in Kenny Galladay in the offseason. Had no touchdowns, had like 300 receiving yards or something like that, and he was supposed to be that guy. I mean, I guess, again, that depends on quarterback play, but... But he should have... That, a lot of people are expecting to be better than that. Yeah. I mean, that's such I mean, a name to bring in to have no yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, and especially when there's not a, any other really huge guys. I mean, there's Evan Ingram, but... Like, Evan Ingram's you know, a fraud. Yeah. I, I, dream, I, I, I like. I don't want to say it, but... I, well, I mean, I, I do want to say it, and I am saying it. Evan Ingram is a massive fraud, and I know, when because I've talked about this before... Except for this year, I've picked him up my fantasy team for the past like three years. And every year I go, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance this year, Ingram. I'm going to give me the you season. Yeah. I'm going to give it. And then he does what Evans do and they blow it. Whoa, man. Not cool. No comment. <laughs> okay. Anyways, they brought in Dable this season. Uh, it'll be cool, I think, to see him work with Daniel Jones. I don't want to say they are the same kind of quarterbacks, but him and Josh I know where Allen I know what are somewhat similar in the sense that they're Stature, bigger guys, can build, run, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and had a lot of those same issues uh, in their first few years. Inconsistencies um, and inaccuracies. So it'll be interesting to see if you can develop him. Uh, I don't know what you do with Saquon at this point. I really don't because he's a band aid. Yeah, he's supposed to come into the league and be this fantastic superstar, generational running back. And he hasn't been. I mean, his first season, yeah. But since then, I don't even know. I can't remember how long he's been in the league now because he's been injured so much. I want to say four years, but I can't remember. Well, he's injured. Um, he's been injured half of that at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the icing on the cake for the Giants' awful season is this whole scandal with Brian Flores that I don't want to get into, but it just was kind of like that cherry on top for what was an abysmal year. So hopefully they have a better future. Hopefully they actually don't being a Bills fan, but, you know, D. Give him a D. That is fair enough. I have the Las Vegas Raiders. I gave them a B-. Now, I think they deserved the higher grade simply because they finished the season the way they did despite the amount of adversity that they had to face this year, which is evident for anybody who knows anything about football. Gruden fired. And and all these things were not just, you know, pretty typical advert like you know faces of adversity that you would have to deal with they were all very controversial you know all-encompassing taking over the media situations that draw a lot of negative attention to a football team which football massive confidence sport pretty much all sports are but football you know massively relies on confidence and when you have that much negative energy and negative attention coming to your team it's pretty much a recipe for failure um and they still finished they made it to the playoffs the first time in over 60 years, I think it was a, for a team to make the playoffs with a midseason coaching change. Rich Passaccia did a great job. Obviously, they gave the job to McDaniels. I thought Passaccia, I, I hope he was at least in the conversation and taken seriously as a candidate. Um, I didn't really dive too much in stats on this one, to be honest with you. I, I just thought, despite the adversity and, and you know them making it to that wild card round, I thought that that said enough about the team. Yeah. I think uh, that adversity that they had to overcome was uh, something that we haven't really ever seen before. So it was good on their part. But I mean, you saw what happened to Kamara yesterday too. I mean, yeah. don't put a team in Vegas. 
uh, don't put NFL yeah, players. Yeah, anything Vegas they should and just Vegas should ban anything and any anyone and anything related to any type of football related activities from ever coming into Las Vegas again. But also, you're a grown ass yeah. man, so like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just don't yeah. beat people up. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's it's pretty simple, right? Okay, let's go with yeah. the new team in the NFL, the Commanders. The Washington Ooh. Commanders. Now, people said on our Instagram story that majority of people actually did like this name. Um, I don't, but I won't get into reasons why. I think it could have been yeah. worse. I think it could have been worse. I like that they didn't allow the commander's kind of mascot, the low, whatever you want to call it, to take over. Yeah. They stuck to the colors. They stuck to the roots. They they changed things up a bit, but like they they stuck to the base of what that their color scheme and everything was last year. I think they got a lot of good feedback and people, you know, Washington football team was people either hated it or they loved it. I thought it was cool. I, I liked the Washington football team. I liked their logo. I thought it was different because they were the only team, obviously, that didn't have a mascot, a logo, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I think the Commanders is cool because they kind of stuck with it. But they gave them something, you know, and, and, you know, the real, the only sign of them having to do anything with the commanders is just that they have commanders on their jerseys. You know, their helmets, I believe, from what I saw, are just a kind of a cool W logo. I, I'm, a, I, you know, it's, it could have been a lot worse. Could have been I a do lot like worse. the football team. I think it was simple. I think they should have kept the football team. I agree. I thought okay. it was cool. I give them a C. Um, now they had Fitz go down early, which forced uh, Heineken into number one. Um, yeah, uh, as the number one quarterback, he, he's not a bad quarterback. I don't think, I don't know if he's a set and stone starter. If you want to bring a team to a championship, I don't think he is. Um, but I think the biggest thing that made me give him this grade was the uh, play of their defense. They had probably the best defense in the NFL last year. They won their division. No one has ever won that division twice in a row in like the last 20 years or something like that. I can't remember. Since the Eagles. Yeah, since, since the Eagles did it. Um, I mean, last year they weren't great, right? They won the division at seven and nine. So, I mean, that's pretty pathetic. But still, their defense was really good. This year they were not. They lost Chase Young. Uh, gave up a hundred more points uh, to the other teams. Um, they had the same record as last season, but with the one more loss because of the extra game. So they were seven and ten. Um, but I do think that they have a good core players to work with. I mean, they have a lot of guys on offense who are good. Uh, they got a lot of guys on defense who are good to work with. Um, I just think they might have to go for a QB search in the off season. And I think they said they were in for one too. Um, they need to evolve with their division because their division definitely got better from last season. And if they want to compete, then they're going to have to step their game up again. So, C. Yep. Fair enough. That's a decent grade. I think that's I think that's accurate. All right. I have the Tennessee Titans, uh, and I gave them. It was debatable. I, I there were some aspects that I liked. There were some some that I didn't. I gave them just a B, just a flat B. I think it should have been less, but for something some reason I can't quite push myself to give them a B minus. So I'm sticking with a flat B. I'm holding to it. Um, number one seed. I think that's one of the biggest reasons that they they get this grade. And now we talked about that they never really felt like a true number one seed. But the fact is, is they were. They won it. You can't take that away from them. Um, 
And they did accomplish what they did without a key piece of their offense. Well, not even just a key piece, pretty much their entire offense. Derrick Henry, guy was hurt in week eight, obviously. Um, and they still managed to secure that number one seed. Uh, their defense, they had a pretty poor pass defense, but they did have a top five rush defense. Um, I don't know. I, d- I didn't love the Titans. I didn't hate them. I found them very just middle of the road. Yeah, they're an average right? team. Yeah, an average team that somehow managed to secure that number one C, but the AFC was odd this year. Uh, they have made it clear that they are sticking with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't love Tannehill. I don't dislike him. He was okay this year. Um, you know, 67% completion, 3,700 yards, 21 touchdowns. He was okay. He wasn't anything special, but obviously he had those costly picks and the divisional game against the Bengals. He threw three picks. I believe it was Uh, first throw of the game, first throw of the half. And then obviously his final throw of the season. So they get a B. It should have been a little bit lower, but I think just because of, you know, statistically speaking, I couldn't really give it to them. So they get a B. I'll go with the Bears then. Speaking of Bs, I didn't give them a B, but their name does start with a B. Um, so Bears, I gave him a C. Um, Justin Fields did not really turn out when he did get his opportunities this season. It was a complete mess at quarterback. Uh, Andy Dalton played some games. Nick Foles played some games. Um, ended the season with a worse record than they did last year. Um, I mean, the good thing is they got rid of Matt Nagy and Pace as well as the GM. Uh, brought in Eberflus and Ryan Poles as the GM. And I liked that uh, the interview that Poles did seems like a badass. Kind of reminded me of the Dan Campbell uh, interview last year with the Lions. So I like him. He seems like a cool guy. Um, and I don't know if there's a lot of expectations for next year. Khalil Mack was out for the majority of this year, which was a, a bummer. Um, and kind of, I mean, derailed. I wouldn't say derailed their season because like I said, there's not a whole lot of expectations. Um, but Akeem Hicks stepped up big. He had a big season. Um, and they will lose Allen Robinson in the offseason. Mm-hmm. He's their set number one guy, kind of, even though he didn't really do much this year. It's Again, it's hard with a bad quarterback. Um, it's a hard job, whoever takes over in Chicago. Or sorry, Eberflus, yeah. sorry, did take over in Chicago. It's a hard job. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when they'll be good again. It's been a long time. But it's a process. I could see them going hovering around the 500 mark for the next 10 years, to be honest. <laughs> I could. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. So I'm giving the Bears a C. Nothing really to look forward to, I don't think, in the future yet. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will see indeed. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I gave them a B-. minus For the defending Super Bowl champions... They weren't great. They didn't always feel like they were the defending champs. Um, when I was watching them play, they were inconsistent. They had some holes, you know, throughout their entire game. I thought uh, the defense, they have the personnel to have one of the best pass defenses in the league. I know they dealt with some injuries throughout the season on and off, but nothing catastrophic. Um, but they actually found themselves in the bottom half of the league. They had a, one of the best, you know, rush defenses. They were up there, a top, top rush defense. Um, their offense, best pass offense in the league. You have Tom Brady, but they were the best pass offense in the league. Um, but they had the seventh worst rush offense in the league, which really hurt them. So they're in a dangerous position right now, though, the Bucs. They have many key players entering free agency this year. 
uh, with Brady retiring. Um, obviously, they have you know Godwin's a free agent. They have some guys on the defensive front. Gronk, who knows what the hell's he what the hell's he going to do? Um, the Bucks are in a dangerous position, and they have to tread some waters here. They need to figure out what their next steps are, or else they could become very irrelevant very quickly again. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Um, hmm. Let's go Packers. Let's go Packers. Okay, I'm interested in this one. I gave the Packers a C plus. Okay. Um, same position they were in last year, um, but they have more guys as free agents this season. Their top three wide receivers are free agents. This was their year. I think if they wanted to win the Super Bowl, who knows what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, if he's going to be gone. Um, Sure, he had an MVP season, but what changed? They got the first... um, they got the first seed, best record in the NFL. Um, but their offense looked awful in that game against the Niners. Um, and they were closer to the Super Bowl last season than they were this season. So I think it was a complete failure in what they were trying to do. Sure, maybe they were a better team this year, but they didn't get as far in the playoffs as they had hoped. They lost to the Buccaneers last year in the NFC Championship. And they didn't even make it that far. Um, like I said, top three guys free agents at wide receiver. There's Valdez Scantling, uh, Tunyon even, um, Alan Lazard, uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers wants to go. So that offense could look very different come next season. Um, I think a C plus is fair and Mm -hmm. I don't know what they do from here. I think next year, if Rodgers is gone and a lot of those guys are gone as well, um, it'll really show what kind of a coach Matt LaFleur is because you can't, really judge him on how good of a coach he is yet. I don't think just because of the guys he's working with. So no, I agree. He's brought in some good schemes. Um, He's changed up the way that offense works a little bit, but the obvious, you know, the key factor to that success of that offense is that the scheme was built around, you know, a hall of fame quarterback. So we'll see what happens there to counter that. I will now go to the Denver Broncos. Ooh, I gave them a C. They started strong. They went 3-0 and and everyone was like, damn, this Denver Broncos team is actually looking kind of good. And then they lost five of their next seven. Four straight. Bridgewater wasn't awful. Um, he started 14 games, finished with just under 3,000 yards, almost a 67% completion rate, 18 touchdowns, a 17 INTs. Um, the, defense, the defense has a lot of potential. They were a top 10 pass defense. Um, and that was with Patrick Sertan getting hurt I think pretty early, maybe about halfway through at the latest. Um, he's going to be, you know, within a couple of years, he's going to be viewed as one of the league's best defensive backs, I think. Um, yeah, I think it was a good pickup. No, absolutely. I, th- I think that was the right pick for them. And he's going to be, he's going to be a very strong defensive back. Like I said, one of the league's best middle of the pack rush defense. Um, and their offense was, was about as lackluster as it gets. They weren't terrible. They weren't good. They were, you know, overall a middle of the pack to lower half defense in almost every single category. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Obviously, there's a lot of rumors tying Rodgers to the AFC West potentially and to the Broncos there with uh, with them naming Hackett as their next head coach. I believe it, he is the next head coach. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what changes. We'll see if Rodgers truly does consider the Broncos to be a top tier team um, and we'll go from there so I will go off of another team that 
had a great start to the season and then was awful. Um, so I'm going to go with the Panthers. They won four straight at the beginning of the season. Another QB disaster uh, situation for them. Just, I don't know, probably the worst in the NFL. They had Darnold. They had Cam Newton. They had PJ Walker, who should never touch the field again, I don't think. Um, at least not in the NFL. Maybe you can go back to do the XFL and be the MVP, like XFL MVP again. PJ Walker. No, you can go back and be the MVP of that league. So um, they got Darnold under contract another season. Maybe they try him out again. I don't know how much opportunity this guy wants. Um, I mean, he's always in bad situations, so I guess you could give that to him. But he did have Robbie Anderson this year. He had DJ Moore, who were two better weapons than he had in uh, in New York. Yeah, and absolutely. he had Christian McCaffrey for like five or six games, maybe. Um, I don't know what you do with CMC. Anyways, he's on a huge contract. He's injured all the time. Him Literally and Saquon, all the time. Him and Saquon are basically the same. Actually, I think he might be worse because at least he comes back and gets injured the same game, the game right after. I don't know. Um, Matt Rule, head coach, hasn't been great in his first season. Um, not a whole lot of promising signs for Carolina fans. And I think that division is really up in the air for the next few years. Um, it just, it doesn't have a clear cut best team anymore. I don't know. I mean, if the Buccaneers can somehow sustain success, um, I guess they could do that. Um, but like you said, they're in a sticky situation where they could lose a lot of guys could revert back to kind of a, a bad organization again, like they were before. And then the saints and the Falcons, I don't know. Those are two teams. The Saints especially are in a bad situation. Yeah, it's not looking good. They, I mean, I saw a tweet last week and it was like Sean Payton saw the cap situation and was like, I'm out. Let me, here, let me, I'll go through that really quick because I got the Saints as well. Speaking of them, I gave them a C. Oh, wait, did I? Oh, I gave the Panthers a D. Sorry, I didn't say that, but I gave them a D because they stink. Um, Saints, C. Complete mess of a season, but they somehow finished above 500. I don't know how. Somehow it was Sean Payton. He was the reason they finished above 500 and now he's gone. They have one of the worst, if not the worst cap situations in the entire league. Now, they have an awful contract with Taysom Hill. Oh they my do. God. Even Cam Jordan. I mean, I know Cam Jordan's a good player, but if you were to get rid of someone like him, it would free up a lot of space to work with, which would be good. Jameis Winston's a free agent. Uh, Eric Armstead's a free agent who is a big guy for them this year. They have Will Lutz on 5 million and a $5 million contract, which is just like, I mean, it's a kicker. You don't, oh, unless it's Justin Tucker or someone like that, you not. don't need to be paying him that much. Michael no. Thomas is on a huge contract. Uh, his cap hit is $24 million in 2022. I don't think he's played in three years. Um, I don't know who would want that job in New Orleans. It's just a complete dumpster fire. I give him a C for this season. I give him an F minus for next season. And it <laughs> an hasn't F-. even happened. Minus. It hasn't even okay. happened. All right. Well, to go to a team that the quarterback went to the Panthers before you did the Saints, I have the New York Jets. I gave them a D. And did anybody really expect anything different? Probably not. They finished 4-13, and 13, bottom five defense in quite literally every aspect. Their offense was not great. It was it, well, it wasn't even anything. It was just pretty bad. Zach Wilson, fifty five percent completion rate, nine touchdowns and eleven picks with twenty three hundred yards. Barely, it was just under twenty three hundred yards. Um, 
got a decent receiving core, Corey Davis, James and Crowder, Elijah Moore. They need to find themselves an established proper RB1. Just a lot of things need to happen for this team to start succeeding. And it's just a lot of things that I don't see happening anytime soon. I really don't. Yeah. I like I don't mind Zach Wilson. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Again, I think I think if you're a quarterback and you're going to New York, it's just not looking good. You know what I mean? So yeah. um we'll see. We'll see what happens with this Jets team, but I just don't see that I still I still see them being just as in a tough division too. In a tough division. It's gonna be very yeah. difficult for them to uh to succeed. I'll go on to the Niners and I just realized before I move on to the Niners, I said Eric Armstead was a Saints player. I don't know why I did say that. He's a Niners player. Um, I'm getting confused. There's too many teams here to keep track of. Um, Niners, A, A, A. One of my three A's I think I gave out or two A's. I don't know. They get an A. Yeah, they get an A. I mean, they had an awful start to the season. Mm -hmm. People were calling for Shanahan's job. And, you know, I said I wanted, I thought he should maybe be in the coach of the year conversation. Um, Strong second half of the season. Very strong. Um, defense was awesome in the playoffs. They succeeded everyone's expectations in the playoffs, almost beat the Rams. They were so close. If, um, uh, Tart hadn't dropped that pick, I think they would have gone to the Super Bowl, uh, second Super Bowl in three years. Um, and they did all with subpar QB play. A lot yep. of young running backs on this team. They got a lot of potential. Uh, Eric Armstead will resign there. There we go. Armstead will resign. He was one of their best, most important players. Um, yep. It just, it's, I don't know. It's a good, uh, good situation. I think in, in San Fran, the only thing that you have to change is the quarterback. And I don't know, maybe they'll get a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? You know, like maybe they will. Um, I mean, Rodgers has been linked there for a long time. Obviously yeah. he's a good old California boy. We will see. We will see. He has some good weapons. I mean, I think a guy like Rodgers and Debo would go really well together, especially just with the versatility of Debo as a player, calling himself a wide back yesterday at the the Pro Bowl on uh, this weekend. Um, I think that would be a good guy for Rodgers to have, but we will see. Yeah, and they found that that star in Debo Samuel that, uh, I don't know, people might have thought he was going to be good, but not this good, so... Yeah, no, he's yeah. been great. And just in a different aspect. I mean, if people even people thought he was gonna be good, they were just gonna be like, okay, he's gonna be a good receiver, he's everything. Yeah. All right. I have the Miami Dolphins. And I gave them a C plus. Now they finished nine and eight, and it was barely a winning season. They beat the Pats to open it, then they lost seven straight games. And then they won seven straight, taking eight of their next nine. So it was an interesting interesting season um obviously they didn't have the toughest schedule their wins were against some pretty poor teams they had a good win against the saints they had that win against baltimore um but obviously we have already spoken about baltimore and the saints and they had their issues in their own way um brian flores probably shouldn't have been fired not probably. I don't think he should have been fired, but like you said, that's a whole another can of worms. And do you, do you think that – I don't I don't want to get into it really, but do you think there was something behind the scenes that was happening there? Like it couldn't have been – I don't know if it was – Oh, absolutely. If I it do. was – it couldn't have possibly been the play at Dolphins because they didn't have bad seasons under Flores at no, all. It just had, had to be not. something. And then this whole thing with Flores comes out now, and I don't know. It's, it's oh, just it's, something. Absolutely. It was absolutely some sketchy stuff going on in Miami. Brian Flores was a good coach. He was turning that team around. They obviously, you know, they lost the seven straight, but then they won seven straight. And it's like, I don't care who you're playing. You got to win seven, winning seven straight football games is freaking hard. Yeah. And they did it. Um, 
They've got a young quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa who, you know, he has a 68% completion rate, 2,600 yards, 10 picks, 16 TDs. And they won seven straight games with that guy. Now they have some talent. They have Jalen Watt who finished with a thousand yards, six touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I, Brian Flores is not the issue in, in Miami or was not the issue in Miami. I don't think they had an issue. I think their biggest issue is that they're a young team. They're developing and they're, they're sticking with a quarterback that is shown to have some flaws that they're trying to work with and they're going to try and build around. I, I think in terms of for the franchise, firing Brian Flores is one of the dumbest possible things they could have done. Yeah, that AFC East is going to be good for the next few years or next I think foreseeable that, I, I future. I think they should have stuck with Flores, and I think I think this new guy's cool though. McDaniel, I was going to say I do I I do like McDaniel, but I mean they could have brought in any coach that I like. They could have brought in friggin' Dable. Not that Dable ever would have gone in division, but they could have they could have brought in Dable. They could have brought in whoever. They could have brought they could bring in Bianami, which I mean obviously they probably wouldn't based on what we're hearing. They could have brought in Bianami, but the fact is is now they're starting from scratch. Hey, I mean these young coaches have had success in the NFL the uh, the last few years, so maybe it'll pay off for we'll see how Miami McDaniel too. does. We'll see how McDaniel does. I don't think they should have fired Flores, but um their defense also also was an issue this year, one of the league's best last year. And they finished middle of the pack. Yeah. So. Okay. Let's go to the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh. I am giving them a D. Now, Russell Wilson is a situation on its own. He was injured all of this season. Basically, majority of the season. He if he even he could have sat out the last few games, it wouldn't have made a difference, anyways. Um they don't know what's going on with him this year. He said he wants to explore his options in the offseason. Um, they had playoff projections at the beginning of this season. I mean, they're always, they've always, since Pete Carroll took over, they've been a force no matter who they have. They have a good looking offense. They got some good, they had some good players on there. They re signed Lockett this offseason. They got DK. Every running back they put into that scheme seems to produce, um, no matter if it's Rashad Penny or, um, or Chris Carson or whoever. Um, and this Penny was, was good he, for them this year. He was, yeah. It, when yeah. Carson and all those other guys went down, he was very good. Um, mm-hmm. But this was their first losing season under P. Carroll. Didn't look good all season. Um, the good thing about this is that I don't have to watch the Seahawks on primetime anymore, hopefully, because I find their games just so boring. Um, yeah, I just don't like watching them. I don't know. It's just yeah. it fine. I find it boring on primetime. That's me with the Giants, man. I can't watch them. Yeah. I don't even try to watch the Giants anyways. Um, so they lost eight of their first 11 games, weren't much better from that point on. They got one of the strongest divisions and the strongest division in football for years to come. Now, um, it was just a complete disappointment all around. Um, and I don't know, I, I honest, honestly could see this team, um, probably near the bottom of the division for the foreseeable future, which is surprising yeah. after what they've done the last 10 years. They've been they've been a strong team. They've been, you know, the the Pete Carroll Russell Wilson era has been a strong one. So I think it will be interesting to see what they do from here. Yeah, for sure. All right, the Atlanta Falcons, C minus. Don't really feel many ways about them at all. I don't think I watched a single Atlanta Falcons game this year, even on Red Zone. If it was on Red Zone and they brought it up, I barely paid attention. I I, I barely watched them when they freaking played the Bills. They were seven and ten. They weren't great. We talked about how we did talk about how good Cordell Patterson was, 
uh, how versatile of a player he was for that offense. It was a massive pickup, and they got him for cheap too. Kyle Pitts going to be a very good tight end. Was good this year, a thousand yards, just one touchdown, and it was in their uh, one of their overseas game, I believe. Very good frame, um, very athletic uh, offense, middle of the pack, bottom two rush defense, though, not good. Defense, also middle of the pack and a lower end rush defense. Um, Matt Ryan. I wonder what you do with him. him. What do you do with him? That's what I was going to say. Is it time to move on from Matt Ryan? How long does he have left? That's a real question. I I don't know. His numbers weren't awful. Just under 4,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. Um, But again, if... That's a bit concerning if you look at the fact that he only threw for 20 touchdowns. So you think, oh, okay, maybe the rush defense, so, you know, picked it up a bit. But then they stick with the fact that they had a bottom two rush defense. Now, that doesn't take into account really a lot of like the red zone offense, because you know what I mean? They could have those short runs to to capitalize when you're in the red zone there, which might not completely reflect in the rush, um, in the rush offense, pardon me. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's probably time to move on from Matt Ryan, but what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe you stick it out till the end of his career. You know what's crazy? And I completely forgot till the other day. I was actually watching. They were showing it on uh, Sportsnet during the Pro Bowl because I wasn't watching the Pro Bowl. It was, I mean, I, I couldn't. It was painful. It's awful. It's so boring. But they were replaying the uh, the Falcons um, Patriots Super Bowl. Um, so I watched the second half of it. Man. Just awful. What a game. <laughs> it was awful. And you know what? The complete, and I've said this, and I it just reminded me in my head. The player who lost them that game wasn't Matt Ryan. It wasn't no. Matt Ryan. It was Devontae Freeman. And you know why? It's because I can't remember ex- the exact play, but he is meant to chip the uh, defensive end when he's coming through. And he comes through, and Freeman just completely whiffs on him. And he comes straight through to Matt Ryan, and he f- strip sacks him. And then that gives the the Patriots all that momentum. They come down, they score two two touchdowns, and it just completely flipped that game. Anyways, I, I'm it's crazy that Matt Ryan won MVP too. That's what also what I was going to say. Like I can't yeah. believe he won MVP. He's not a bad quarterback by any means, but it's no, just he, like no, who would have really thought? Who would have thought Matt Ryan would have won MVP? Anyways, yeah. uh, let's go to the Lions. I'm going to mm-hmm. give the Lions a B. Okay. No, fair I enough. Am. I didn't think I, like the I didn't think the Lions were that bad of a team this year, despite their record. Um, yeah, I don't think they were awful. They had a lot of close games throughout the season. Six of their thirteen loss losses were by one score or less. Um, I think Goff is the only big problem because I think they do have. They could have a, a potentially good um, future. I like Dan Campbell. He seems like. Uh, he likes, he, he's got that culture there. Like, uh, he's that hard ass dude, but everyone loves him too. Everyone wants to play for him. They respect him. Uh, he's very Detroit-esque. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's like blue, blue collar type guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, Goff's the only big problem right now. I don't think he should be the quarterback for the future. Maybe you keep him on for a few years, get a guy who you really like. Um, I think, I think, can, I think Goff is good enough to keep for now. Yeah, until you for now. Yeah. Um, I've heard they're in talks to trade the second overall pick, maybe for more picks, maybe for some in, someone important. I'm not really sure. Um, they do have another first rounder in the late uh, the late part of the, the the draft, and then they have future picks as well. They got a, a bunch from the Rams uh, when they traded Stafford, um, so I think they have a good f- looking future. And 
I just think Goff is Goff's contract is the only problem because I don't think he's that guy to lead them in a rebuild. Um, no. But for the next few years, might as well keep him on because the Lions aren't winning the Super Bowl next year or the year after. But maybe down the line, they could be a contender, perhaps. Yep. We will see. Dallas Cowboys. Now, it's no secret my opinion on the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm sure a little bit of that is going to be reflected in this grade. I gave them a C. Now, I know it's going to be your thing is probably a little harsh for a team that finished pretty well. They won the division. They made it to the playoffs. Dak Prescott had a fantastic year. He did. He had a fantastic year coming off his injury. We said, you know, we both would take Joe Burrow as a comeback player of the year. But Dak Prescott, you know, he really is just deserving of the award. Uh, with his injury last year and coming back to, with the, to finish with a 70, almost 70% completion rate, 4,500 yards, almost 40 touchdowns and, and 10 picks. Um, you know, he was good. He was really good. But another thing we've said is how one-dimensional that offense became in the second half of the season. Now, a lot of that obviously attributed to Kellen Moore, but they were just boring to watch. They, they rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. That's all it was. Um, Dan Quinn turned around that defense big time. Top 10 in points allowed and points per game. Um, and Micah Parsons is a big, a big factor in that. He's an X Factor guy. Um, you know, like I said, the only real reason they got this grade was just because they have the personnel to genuinely be a Super Bowl contender team. They have win, they have for honestly, in my opinion, a couple of years now, like I'd say two to three years, they've had the personnel to be a, a team that can make deep runs. I'm not going to say they're going to be in the Super Bowl every year, but they've had the potential to be in divisional weekend, conference championship weekends. Um, and, and you know, you look at them and go, well, instead of that, they have three playoff wins in the last 20 years. Yeah, it's uh, they, they do have a, a bright future, I think. But um, I don't know. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. If it's the coaching, if it's something. because they, they might be Mike McCarthy. Yeah, they got one of the strongest lineups in the NFL from top to bottom. So it... Uh, Something's got to change for sure. Okay, let's go to the Arizona Cardinals. I am going to give the Cardinals a B plus. So there wasn't really, I mean, when you look at that division at the beginning of the season, there really wasn't a whole lot of hope for this team um, because it is the hardest division in football, right? I mean, the Seahawks had high, high hopes. I think the Niners, they were... People were thinking they would probably finish around 500. I don't think anyone thought they were going to be awful. They haven't been. I mean, they were last year, but I think people kind of thought they'd be better than last year. And then the Rams, people would th- thought would win the division. Um, they were close to the top seed in the division. Very close. If they had have had one more game go their way, they would have been the one seed in their division, and the Rams would have been uh, a game back. So... Kyler was an MVP candidate for the beginning of the season. Once he got injured, his stats dropped off. Uh, wasn't kind of the same guy. There's a lot of injuries there, um, especially DeAndre Hopkins was a huge loss. He was his guy. Um, they're going to have to sign Kyler probably to that big contract this season because he's think still on his rookie I think deal. he's the right guy. Yeah, he is. He's still on that rookie deal. His deal is up at the end of next year. Um, they were a top 10 offense in, and defense in terms of rush and pass, passing. Um, so I think they were a good good team this season. I mean, they mm-hmm. fell off at the end. They did. And they didn't have, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender just yet, but they got a bright future. They do have a Definitely. lot of free agents this offseason. Chandler Jones is one. 
AJ yeah. Green's another guy. Uh, and then both of the running backs, they'll probably resign one of them. I would think probably James Conner after the season that he had might let Chase. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, they might let Chase Edmonds walk, but who knows? Um, so yeah, B plus. I thought they had a good season. They surpassed some of the hopes that people thought. Um, and they got a bright future, I think. Yep. Just a classic Cliff Kingsbury collapse. That's all. Yeah. Yes. Classic, classic, classic. All right. How many we got I left? Gave, two? We got two? I have, yeah, only two left. Do you have, do you have one gave, left or do you? I have two left. Okay. I have two left. Okay. I have the Philadelphia Eagles and I gave them a C plus. I expected a bit more out of them. Um, I didn't expect them to be um, serious contenders. Um, and I know they made it to the playoffs. I expected a bit more of a fight out of them in that Bucks game, which we've talked about before. I expected Jalen Hurts to take a bit of a bigger step. That was my biggest downfall with the team. And I know he is a rookie starter. He started only four games last year. Uh, it almost seems like he was, he played a bit more, which I mean, obviously he played more necessarily. He didn't just like more than the games he just started. But like when at the beginning of the season, when I was thinking about Jalen Hurts, like to me, he was like, he, I'm like, yeah, he's their starter. He's their guy. He's been their guy. And then I, I you know, I looked at the stats. And I was like, oh, he only started four games for them. You know, so I considered him a full-time rookie starter this year. I still think he's the guy you stick with. Uh, Nick Sirianni, I think he's going to be a good coach for Hurts. I think Hurts is going to develop, and I think he's going to be a pretty good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be elite. I don't believe he is, but I, I don't think he's going to be a bad quarterback. And I think I think if you're Philly, you, you should remain excited about this guy. I think he will bring you a fair amount of success. Um you know, he finished with just over 3,000 yards, 61% completion percentage, which isn't great. Uh, 16 touchdowns, nine picks. Um, I, I think he's okay. I, I think I think you stick with him. Defense, a little wishy-washy, but overall solid. You know, still middle of the pack, closer um, close to the top 10 in many categories. Um, Darius Slay, he's still got it. 40 solos, three picks. Um, but I, I, just, I just want that offense to improve on a couple fronts, you know. Uh, they had one of the best rush offenses in the league. Um, that's large in part to two hurts and his ability to move exactly. his legs. a little bit inconsistent, but they, they had the most overall yards and the moist, most yards per game. Um, it's just, it, the passing game needs to work a little bit. They need to change that up a little bit. Um, they could become a strong offense. You know, if they're able to clean up hurts a bit, get that receiving core on the same page, you know, you got Devonte Smith. That alone is if that connection between him and hurts can get cleaned up and then hurts can, work on his accuracy and work on his confidence of, of just staying in the pocket, not always breaking, breaking the pocket and going for a run. Um, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be set. Okay. So I left my highest rank for last. You have the Vikings last, correct? I do. Yes. Okay. I left mine, my, my highest rank last. And this rank is interchangeable. It's the Rams. I gave them an A. But I will be changing it if they win on Sunday. That's against the rules. No, it's not. Because this is a team that went all in this year. And I don't know. I don't know how often you really see a team go all in and they just do it. You know what I mean? Vaughn Miller and OBJ, those acquisitions of them halfway through the season were some of the best free agent signings ever or trades or whatever the hell they did. I don't know. And you know what? And you know what? I think we, and we've, we've owned up to it the last couple episodes, but I think we need to own up to it again. We were wrong about Von Miller. Yeah. Coming into the playoffs, we both were pretty um, adamant that Von Miller wasn't the guy he used to be. I'm not saying he is still the guy he used to be, um, but 
you know, right now he's playing like he is. He is. Um, yeah. He's playing some of the best playoff football, some of the best football in his career right now. Yeah. Just in this short little stretch. Um, I think, and I think that's just more to his testament and the experience and that he knows, you know, he knows how important these games are and uh, he's delivering. Yeah. He's getting to the, the latter part of his career or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he Which is no wants, secret. He knows it. Yeah. He wants that final Super Bowl. Now the good thing about, I, I think just think everything that the Rams have done over the last few years, has just been perfect. Um, I mean, the defense has come alive in the playoffs. Just awesome. Trading for Jalen Ramsey a few years ago has paid off. Yep, uh, Sean McVay, great head coach. Um, even though he does have a star group of players around him, you could tell everyone on that team loves him. They respect him. I think everyone in the league respects him. That Matt Stafford. He's a present coach considering his age too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Matt Stafford deal too was a great idea because even though they did give up a lot for Stafford, look where they are now. And it's also LA. It's a huge market. Players are going to want to sign here. You know what I mean? Even if they don't have draft picks, I think players are going to want to sign here just because it's LA. Free agents are going to want to come here and maybe they'll take pay cuts. Who knows? It's like the Lakers. Like they have, it may be washed up guys on the Lakers now, but, or the Clippers or whatever, but they, they get these big names in these big markets because players want to play there. Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it, it, so uh, it, the cliche is there, but you know, who doesn't want to go play for for Los Angeles? Who doesn't want to in go SoFi live in Stadium? Like it's like yeah. the coolest stadium in the entire it's state. Unreal. So like, you know, like it, I was talking to my dad about it. He, you now my dad's old school. Obviously, he goes, "It's a cool stadium. It's not exactly my taste." He's like, "It's not what I envision when I look at a football stadium." And I agree. I can I can understand where he's coming from. He's got that old school, you know, style. As you know, my dad's in his late fifties, so he grew up watching pretty pretty old school football. Um, so I can understand that, but it is cool. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's attractive. It's, it's where people want to go. It's, it's, it's LA it's glamorous. It's sexy. It's, and I think sexy. Uh, yes. Sexy. I, I, yeah, I think they're going to be a force for years to come. I think teams like them and the chiefs, uh, maybe the bills, hopefully the bills will be those teams who are going to run these, uh, these conferences for the next 10 years or so. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick with an A, A plus if they win the Super Bowl because they will have pulled off, pulled off, um, just something crazy. I mean, going all in in one season and it actually paying off is, is usually very impressive. Yeah. All right. To end it off, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I gave them a B minus. I, I think they're a tough team to judge just because I think they have some of the worst luck in all of sports. Oh, absolutely. That they team could have been are, like uh, well above 500 or stuff. Out of absolutely. They went three and three to open the season. Two of those games were OT losses. Five of those were one score games. Seven of their nine total losses on the season were one score losses that often came within the final few minutes of the game. Kirk Cousins. You know, he gets a lot of hate and it's, it's, I think it's a bit unnecessary. I know he's never really had to be in a position where he's needed to come on the clutch, come through and, and, you know, be that guy, but he's still, you know, he put up 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, just seven interceptions. You know, those are, those are top numbers. Those are some good, solid numbers. Um, the offense took a hit this year because I don't think Dalvin Cook, um, you know, he cooled off from his 2020 season. I still think he's a fantastic running back. I still think he's one of the league's best. Um, I'm not saying this is a cause for concern, but I think his 2020 was just so good that 
um, it was almost inevitable that he was going to have to cool off a bit. I mean, the pace yep. he was playing yeah, playing out sure. last year was just a bit un uh, obtainable, unmaintainable. Um, yeah, having him in fantasy he, was a little bit of a pain this season, but um, yeah, because I mean, last year he was pretty much guaranteed. You were getting thirty points pretty much weekly. Um, but he, you know, he finished with eleven hundred yards and six touchdowns. Uh, Jay Jettas, love him. I mean, yeah, he's awesome. One of the league's best receivers already. 1,600 yards, 10 touchdowns. And they were missing Thielen for a large part of the yeah, season too, which is good. Yeah, he's also a top receiver. Yeah, so, so this offense know, has a lot of stuff to work with, I think. They cleaned house a little bit uh, yep. up top, so we'll see how that pays off for them. Um, and yeah, it, it may be a decent-looking future for the Vikings. The The division is kind of up in the air now, I think. If, if the Packers do end up losing some of those core pieces and the Bears – and the Lions aren't really competing for the next few years, so maybe the Vikings could make a push to win the NFC North. Um, it'll be interesting, but I don't know. I like them. I like their colors, the purple, which is vibrant. You know, so. I think they're cool. I, I, I like the Vikings. I, I have nothing against the Vikings at all. I, I like Kirk Cousins. I like JJ. I, uh, it's a likable team. It is. A, it's a cool I, team. And cool Diggs. Team Diggs came team. from the Vikings, so thank you, Minnesota. Yes, thank you for that one. Um, so, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you're welcome for giving you Justin Jefferson. That's true. Yeah. We technically, you're welcome. We, we could switch also. I wouldn't mind either. Like, they're both good, but, you know, it's whatever. Anyways. I mean, we're not, we're not sitting here complaining about digs by any means. No. It's just that I would also have way. liked the other guy as well. So, mm-hmm. okay. There you have it. There is our report card grades for the 2021 22 NFL season. All 32 teams there. I think hopefully we didn't miss any. Um, kind of give a little perspective on on how this season went for a lot of these teams. And it was a success for some, not a success for others. But a lot of these non-successful teams, I think, do have a bright future, which is a good sign. Um, Absolutely. Yep. Tune in later this week. We're going for episode 10. We said at the beginning, we're giving away an NFT for our display picture so if you want that i mean to we in. haven't thought of a number yet and we also don't know how nfts really work no so. no I, we'll figure it out by then though so nft of the display picture however yeah. uh however that uh that works it'll be worth I'm a lot some time on youtube looking at some some blockchain tutorials and and figuring that out um and then we'll uh and then we'll just bestow that knowledge upon upon you folks yeah so yeah I mean, if you don't know anything about NFTs, then it's fine because neither do we. But we'll be. And back. if you do, don't don't argue with us. Just let us let our logic be. Otherwise, you're not winning. We'll be back later this week with our Super Bowl preview: Bengals versus Rams. We also may go through some of our Super Bowl props. So if you're in a Super Bowl prop league, tune into our show. We'll give our opinions on those as well. So. We'll see you midweek for our Super Bowl preview that is coming very soon. 